0: Welcome to Premium Episode 4 of the Wet Wired Podcast, David Avocado Wolf, the most successful hippie in the world. I'm Sean Andis, And I'm Julian Paul Butt. Deep in the crunchy cacao center of self-proclaimed health and superfood gurus, flat earth believers and COVID-19 deniers sits the springy-haired imp known as David Avocado Wolf. His friends think of him as the rock star and Indiana Jones of the superfoods and longevity multiverse. The rest of us might know him from his prolific Facebook presence, where he assaults his nearly 12 million followers with clickbait articles that make Taboola look like academic research. You may know him from Instagram, where he mixes feel-good posts about having your best day ever and the resonance of synchronicity with support for the trucker convoys and anti-vaccine protests. You'll also see him promoting his online group detox and cleansing seminars, his personal line of nutritional supplements, and advertising for the Black Sheep Summit where attendees will learn both about off-the-grid survival and how to get rich with cryptocurrency. But Avocado is an all clickbait, hypersynchronicity, and cleanses. If you're an especially rabid fan, you'll be familiar with his Telegram channel, too. There, he delights his over 110,000 followers with Trump fan art, claims that ivermectin might cure cancer, and posts about how George Soros is secretly running an international cabal that controls the news, child trafficking, the internet, And all
1: pornography. (laughs) God. The Green Machine. What does Avocado want people to think of him? David Avocado Wolf has carved out a niche for himself since the 90s as an expert in crunchy ideas within circles from Whole Foods shoppers to off-the-grid hippies. Much of his earlier career focused on nutrition and vaguely spiritual self-help. He pushed and still pushes all the granola standards like organic, raw, and superfoods, veganism—he's Though vegetarian now—positivity, a focus on nature and the outdoors, and alternative medicine and health practices. He even looks like he bought his entire wardrobe from a Santa Fe Curios shop. He he is clothed head to toe in hemp every time I see him. (laughs) Wolf promotes the image of himself as an alternative expert in seminars, books, and social media. David's said that he's the world's wealthiest hippie. He claims to be a health, eco-nutrition, and natural beauty expert. In a TED Talk in 2010, he introduced himself as a renegade nutritionist, renegade superfoodist, infopreneur, and gastronaut. (laughs) Wolf claimed, I have degrees in mechanical and environmental engineering and political science. I have studied at many different institutions, including Oxford University. I concluded my formal education with a law degree from the University of San Diego. San Diego. I know, Sean. I know. University
0: of San Diego. This is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) He aspires to be
0: a D-list celebrity. He absolutely aspires to be a D-list celebrity. (laughs) The guy's sights are so low when it comes to the the sort of fame that he's after. He wants to, not even, a, I mean, a D-list celebrity, if a, a, like a, a famous social media influencer as a D-list celebrity. Yeah. That's, what he, that's all he wants to be.
1: He just wants to be popular online. I imagine all the people who say that they're Instagram models. He takes every opportunity to mention his close friendships with Woody Harrelson and Novak Djokovic. So you're saying he's a name dropper? All the time a name dropper. Every interview, several times per interview. He even claims that Tony Robbins is a fan. And he reminded me of Napoleon Hill in how Napoleon Hill dropped names, but Napoleon Hill totally didn't know those people who he dropped names. Right. So when I saw claims of famous people who were supposedly fans of him, my immediate response was, no fucking way. Turns out he's actually pretty tight with Woody and Novak. Uh, he, He gives Djokovic nutrition advice and they go way back as friends for those listeners who don't know who don't follow tennis you might know him from the news as
0: the person that was refused entry into the nation of australia because he refused the covid vaccine (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) and with woody they were neighbors in hawaii decades back and apparently they've been two peas in a pod since then
0: yeah you can find plenty of pictures of the two of them on instagram or other places Just bro-loving each other or posting to each other's pages
1: and whatnot. Yeah. Wolf was even a judge on a reality TV show called Mad Mad House. In this one season 2004 show, contestants are in a house with judges who all have unusual personas. That's the whole angle of the show. That's the whole shtick. That's the
0: elevator pitch. Let's put a (laughs) bunch of strange people together. And then yeah. just see what happens. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: no, wait. We can make it better. We're going to have weirdo judges too. <laughs> and the people were total fucking normies. How do you personify straight, white, boring male in the most average demographic possible? In 2004? In 2004. 2004. And, and also that's include it. some women of the same
0: characteristic. That's all, that's all you need is a lip ring. You just need face jewelry. And they were all
1: competing for $100,000. So how did you win? How do you win this money in this show? They got eliminated like, eliminated like on Survivor. The judges would decide who goes and who doesn't go. So the idea was that they wanted people to do their weird things based on how, I guess, open-minded they perceived them to be and they had challenges to make people feel uncomfortable. And the, the judges, by the way, a vampire, a voodoo <laughs> priestess, a Wiccan... A modern primitive, who was really just a guy with a bunch of fucking tattoos, by the way. And Avocado was the naturalist.
0: Because they they needed to have somebody from every category.
1: Yeah. Every category as the most boring person imagines the weirdest people to be.
0: Avocado is notorious for his social media presence and prolific posting. He's gained a wide audience through his use of clickbait and memes, and many more books and speaking tours earlier in his career. He sells a brand of personality, but it's not just one personality. There's a different voice for each social media platform. He really is a man of multiple dimensions. I, I think that he he probably is a the 21st century version of a renaissance man where he can be involved in a whole bunch of things and get kind of good at a bunch of them. Because he actually is successful. Yeah. He's not bullshitting about that part. He,
1: he really has done a few things At least the way that well. he's
0: measuring success. <laughs> but he also represents this growing new breed of politically radicalized health guru. He's the kind of man who in one breath is going to recommend apple cider vinegar to treat diabetes. And in the next moment, he's going to climb on stage to rave about medical tyranny of mask and vaccine mandates. Well, I, I, you know, my, my art pieces every day are my social media sites. So I'm working like li- this. Is how hardcore I am, bro. Like <laughs> I work Telegram Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and YouTube and Bitshoot, all by myself.
1: Yeah.
0: Every day.
1: And Think trying trying to deal with the sense. Facebook avocado has 11.8 million likes. He tends to share on Facebook. All the same innocuous, inspirational memes. I've seen him posting a lot of stuff for positive thinking articles. Mostly, though, it's really just clickbait. From the same half-dozen clickbait sites, who have the same editorial staff. Here's a sample of some of the headlines from the articles that he's shared with his Facebook followers.
0: Wild video shows child colliding with a sloth while ziplining in the Costa Rican rainforest. <laughs> People are having a hard time finding the horse hiding in this ordinary picture of a frog. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't afford to buy a house, so I moved into a tiny shed and saved thousands. Five creatures that can crawl through your toilet and how to stop them. (laughs) 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 Scientists say the soul does not die. It returns to the universe. No scientist ever said that.
1: (laughs) Instagram Avocado has 394,000 followers, which is a lot, but a lot less than almost 12 million on Facebook. It does have more of the images of outdoors, vapid inspirational content, self-promotion. It's a lot like the Facebook account, but we see some new stuff. There's a little bit more right-wing conspiracy theories that are bleeding through in this one. Right in between all the outdoorsy images and videos, there's content about the Ottawa Trucker Convoy, the Ottawa Trucker Convoy, the Black Sheep Summit and Cryptocurrency, and the Australian government's ejection of Novak Djokovic, and of course Dr. Seuss.
0: Are we even allowed to say his name anymore?
1: Really on each of these social media platforms outside of Facebook, where it doesn't really have quite the same uh, bio profile right at the top almost all of them he abuses emojis badly it's the worst boomer energy that you can imagine it's it's like emoji and then word and then emoji and then word and emoji and some of them don't even have to do with anything like one of of them
0: have like four or five emojis in a row though Yeah, it'll be like Sparkles, uh, Kissy Face, Rainbow, Sparkles, Water Splash. You
1: figure it out. One of them, them he starts with Gorilla Energy or something, and there's a gorilla. (laughs) So he's writing the word and then having the emoji that goes
0: along with it. That's perfect. With 88,000 followers, his Twitter has a lot more MAGA content and New World Order conspiracy theories. He doesn't create much content himself. And as in almost no content. His retweets draw from a pool of the Trump rights all-star team. Avocado really seems to like to retweet Jack Posobiec, Tucker Carlson, Jordan Peterson, Donald Trump Jr., statements from Trump, videos of Mike Lindell, and generic Republican attacks on Democrats. He he really goes hard MAGA on Twitter. At least since 2019, we don't see it as much... No, the earlier stuff isn't as much. Yeah, he really got going right before the, uh, the 2020 election.
1: He dives in hard and sustains it the whole fucking time.
0: So we're, we're, we're saving the best social media account of avocados for last. With 110,000 subscribers on Telegram, he really finds his right-wing following. This is the unfiltered avocado. He's posting dozens, sometimes more than dozens of memes per day. With streaks of crunchy, vague spiritualism and streaks of far-right ideology, including anti-trans memes and NWO narratives, mix in between all of these, about one every fifteen to one every twenty, we see a healthy dose of, dose of product promotion. So it'll read, it'll be something like Trump cartoon, Soros cartoon, meme about the truckers, meme about vaccines, and then pushing some sort of essential oil. All of them are converging on these same undercurrents. And this is where we saw the uh the Soros meme where he's he's this octopus and he's his tentacles are touching all of these things.
1: (laughs) And the other memes that are like Satanists cabal, and there's a cat head picture for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh right. Well, yeah, the 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 one with the little girl that has the cat head and she's holding she has two cat puppets. On her hands, and one says Satanist, and the other one says New World Order, Uh, yeah, or something like that.
1: And he, he, well, he's got the social media, and of course, naturally, he's trying to sell things, so he has websites, and there's more than a few of them.
0: Yeah, we we can't forget that all of this social media influencing is there to support the grift. It's all there to to support the the website. So of course, you know that's why the product promotion comes in there. He's building this audience so that he can sell shit to them, obviously. Pushing the Black Sheep Summit because he's getting a cut of proceeds. I'm sure he has an affiliate relationship with the summit. And he was a speaker.
1: And of course, he was a, he was one of two keynote speakers. Black Sheep Summit, we didn't talk about too terribly much, but their whole shtick was uh, self-sufficiency and homesteading and cryptocurrency because of course it was.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like the 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 50 cent version of crypto. It's, it's the get rich or die trying. If everything falls apart, then you can still live in your shack, you know, in the middle of the, <laughs> the desert with your bunker.
1: And it was an online seminar where they had like these three different tiers, each of which were starting at like two or three hundred dollars and then several hundred more dollars up to the VIP thing. But the VIP thing wasn't like you're meeting people backstage. It it no, was it's a private on, chat. It was a
0: fucking Zoom It's a private video thing. chat. It's a private Zoom call. <laughs>